Welcome back to eBay Radio's top-rated seller hour with your host, Griff. And this particular segment is brought to you by WorthPoint, the ultimate tool to value your antiques and collectibles. For the last 15 years, you know, we've talked to and heard from hundreds of sellers here on the show, but only a handful of buyers have ever surfaced. Well, our next guest is one of them, and she's bravely allowing us to pick her brain. C.B. Buckley is an advertising consultant in the field of behavior and consumer research, among other careers. As well as a frequent buyer on eBay, she's known here um, as C.B. C.B., when did you first start buying on eBay? <laughs> well, I started in 1998, and last month was my 20th anniversary as a registered buyer on eBay. Oh, we love registered buyers. <laughs> well... My, to make you feel old, my friend's daughter is in college now, and eBay was already in existence when she was born. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Griff, I was a member when eBay customer service was still an online open public forum. Do you remember that? Oh, I, I do, yes, right. It I, was an online open well, public forum? Well, it was forum? mostly, there, there was a bigger presence on the community. Oh, I see. Yeah. You, and you, it was employees, yeah. When Pink's? The pinks? The pinks. The pinks. You, I remember you, you the pinks. You went in, and if you had an issue, you would actually type in your issues, and they would answer you. And yeah. I, I saved printouts of customer service activity from July 8th of 1998. And I guess the trivia Yikes. would be, why were they called the pinks? I no, know I, the I know the answer. Oh. I, do t- I think I remember the answer. Yeah, they were listed in the pink color, and that's how you knew that they were ah. one of them. Okay. Employees would show up on the chat board with a pink board uh, background. Right. Oh, okay, because I, I remember the blue lettering and all that. So, okay. CB, as a buyer, what attracts you to a listing? Well, when I look at a listing, first of all, I go for the keywords in the title, of course. You know, that's normal. And I am looking for a, if I'm looking for a particular model or size of a product, that's, of course, the most important. Now, if I'm looking for something less specific or a piece of jewelry or clothing or unique artwork or whatever, obviously, then the picture is what grabs me. Now, I don't tend to click on the item because of the photo. I actually am more likely to ignore the listing based on the photo. So I will pass over something if the item has a weird-looking photo or I misunderstand what the product is because of the photo. Also, because of my perspective, I... I'm, I, I don't think it should, you should be afraid to use a word that might be a buzzword in the title. I know that uses up extra space, but I, I like to see things. For instance, low shutter count is very appealing when buying used cameras. On the other hand, so cute. <laughs> it doesn't help me when I look for jeans. I, so many people say, oh, it's cute. Well, that doesn't help me any. In <laughs> fact, it And that's very subjective away. also. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it, it, there's no information. And so many people use it. I, I'm surprised how many sellers use it. I, I think, well, there's nothing else good they can say about the product. <laughs> so I'm not that interested. Now, uh, I am interested in the way the seller presents the information. It does make a difference. Think of it sort of like a resume. So I want to see who you are, what you are, what you have. And, um, you know, sometimes I, I've noticed, I, I'll look at something and I'll say, ah, that's 
too expensive, and then I'll notice somebody's bought it. I think some people will actually buy the most expensive listing because they are thinking that they get what they pay for. Now, oh. that's not me, but yeah. I'm shocked at how many times uh, I'd be like, wow, maybe I'll just wait around until the seller reduces the price. And I've done that. I've done that a lot. And then all of a sudden they'll sell, and I'm like, wow. <laughs> hmm what would you say your pet peeve about listings would be? <laughs> well, I well, I hate to say this, but I try to avoid eBay stores because so many of them are not well organized. I'm sorry, sellers. <laughs> so I explain. Think, tell, tell us what yeah. you mean. Okay, um, I try to find things, and because they get to list them by category. Sometimes the categories don't make sense, or there'll be so many items in a category, I can't even begin to figure out which items I want. So I have to go back to just doing a search. Now, I may search within the store, but the searches seem to be better. Now, when they're really well organized, they're a dream. They're really wonderful. So it does make a difference. So organize your store. Make it easier for buyers. Now, talking about pet peeves, in collectibles, there are sellers who will price their product way above the, what the normal products have been selling for, and the buyers are now much more savvy, and we do research how the items have been selling. I don't know if they're trying to drive up the price. I don't know, but there is one thing that I don't think anyone's ever talked about. What's that? Um, there's an, uh, sellers who have all auction items ending at the same moment. Now, the typical advice is to bid early and bid our highest, right? Right. But with so many sellers of hot products, they tend to list everything all at once because they have all these mechanical things that they can do to get the items up there automatically. Sure. So everything, but then everything ends within seconds of all the other items. So it doesn't work as well if there are duplicate items where I would only be trying to get one of those items, or in the case of unique items, where I can only afford one or a couple of them. You see, if I were to bid my highest on multiple items, I could end up winning multiple items, which I can do. Yet, if I only bid on one, if the next item ends only five seconds after the one I just lost, how can I possibly decide if I should bid, how much to bid, then enter and place the bid in that short space of time? The seller loses not only my bids, but my potential to get into a bidding war if I lost the first item and really, really want the second item. And that has frustrated me so many times. Yeah. So, that's... So, um... We're talking to CB, and she's talking about her experience as a buyer shopper on eBay and um, the important things that uh, she looks for and what are some of her pet peeves. What encourages you to buy? Well, as always, it depends on the item for commodities like a Bluetooth. Like everyone else, I go for price, sometimes delivery speed, and also a trusted seller, which various components to that, obviously, feedback and seeing how long they've been on and also the the way that they present their information, how professionally it is presented. For collectibles, condition is what's really important. And then for items that I don't know very well, sometimes offering a return can be important. Now, when buying fragile or high-cost items, I like to see that the seller has experience shipping those items, reassurance about careful packaging within the description or from feedback that made me choose one seller over the other 
on even when I have to pay more. If I feel more comfortable that they're going to get it to me safely, that's the biggie. Also, feedback tells me how the seller is responsive and communicative. That is really reassuring. And a description that has all the key info is important. It's Actually, sometimes more is better. Sorry, Chris and Lee. It depends on category, I know, but for instance, some of the top ancient coin sellers have complained about how some of the sellers with really low-quality coins but paragraphs of information about the history of the coin will outsell a much better product. So, again, it depends on the, on the category. Uh-huh. I never thought about that. <laughs> That's interesting. Inter- yeah. Interesting little nuance there. So what? Uh, how do you search for items you want to purchase? Do you first go with a brand name, or what do you do? Yeah, it depends on the item again. Um, usually I'll go to eBay directly unless it's something like office furniture where I prefer to see it in person, not have it delivered to my doorstep because um, I'm an eBay person. I do go Google it if I'm less familiar with the object. Um, you know, it, did you know that Google has been featuring eBay results for a few months now? Like you fit on something, you know, I'll, I'll be doing research on something totally unrelated, and I'll get eBay results. I'm wondering if that's maybe how uh, somebody discovered Lindrawley's Wheezy or something. <laughs> Could be. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, um, I wonder if the I person know- who bought Wheezy knows how famous Wheezy is. Yeah, I wonder. <laughs> I wonder. <laughs> There's cachet attached. When I know what I want and when I'm searching on something, I will try to put in the most important keywords. But if I'm looking for, like, a new keyboard and I don't want the old one that just broke after four months' use, I do much more broad searches and see what's available. And that's when pictures and descriptions are really a big key. And I, I, and I really like to have knowledgeable sellers who can tell me, about the product in those cases. Now, again, they don't have to go into long descriptions, but you know, make sure I get all the re- the relevant information. That's really really important. So, what's the most unusual item you, as a buyer, have ever purchased on eBay? <laughs> okay, um, Griff. Uh, let's see. You do perfumes. Do you ever get into the bottles? Yeah, um, not too much, but I, I'm aware that some of them can be quite valuable. Right, and are you familiar with the fact that like France is like one of the the places where blown glass and bottles really originated and whatever? Sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do you know how old is the oldest perfume bottle? Do you think? When when would they have first manufactured perfume bottles? So perfume, modern perfume wasn't really invented until the end of the 19th century, but I know bottles have been around for perfume since Egyptian times. Okay, yeah. I The most unusual one I bought was Roman. I it, they, they had bottles for the, the perfumes and body scents and salves and whatever, and they actually had blown glass bottles in ancient Rome. And I ran across one of those on eBay. I didn't even know they existed, didn't even know that somebody like me could afford them. And they actually, they're still up there. They're they're not common, but you can find them fairly easily. And so I considered that one, I, I you know, I, I bought other weird things like caps for tripod legs and whatever, but I think that Roman... 
own glass bottle was wonderful. Okay. <laughs> We've yeah, enjoyed really you, cool. CB. CB, thank you for thank being you. a part of our listener base and for and supporting eBay Radio all these years. The segment was sponsored by Worth Point. Dial us now, 888-723-4630. It's your last chance here on eBay Radio. When a natural disaster strikes, you need to be prepared. And so does your online business. Make a plan and start with insurance. Yes, you can afford it. American Family has been protecting small businesses like yours for 40 years, and now they've teamed up with eBay. If a tech-related outage knocks your business off the grid, here's what AmFam covers. Up to $50,000 in lost sales revenues. Up to $50,000 to restore electronic data. Up to $10,000 for destruction of inventory. Protection starts at just $42 a month. That's a small price to pay for peace of mind. So get prepared now before facing a flood, fire, hurricane, or other force of nature. Go to connect.amfambusinessinsurance.com. That's connect.amfambusinessinsurance.com. Your e-commerce business is growing. Sales are multiplying. And you need a shipping solution that can keep up. ShipStation can help. Even when you have multiple selling channels and multiple carrier accounts. With ShipStation, fulfilling orders is not only easier, it's faster too. ShipStation is web-based, so you can manage and ship your orders from anywhere you happen to be. And ShipStation lets you automate almost everything. You can import each item's photo, weight, and SKU. Email your buyer, promote your other items, even leave feedback. ShipStation also integrates with multiple carriers at competitive rates, letting you ship every item cost-effectively. Wherever you sell, however you ship, ShipStation offers you multiple ways to save time and money. Try ShipStation free for 30 days, no credit card required, at ShipStation.com. That's ShipStation.com. When it comes to choosing a listing tool, don't take our word for it. Ask other sellers what works best. Chances are they'll say Crazy Lister because Crazy Lister has more reviews and better reviews than any other listing software. Just Google it. Sellers say there's nothing else like it. It's amazing, intuitive, and super user-friendly with all the tools you need to make listings faster and easier. Your fellow sellers also know that Crazy Lister keeps up with eBay's changes, and it automatically optimizes listings for mobile devices. As for support, reviewers say they got help within minutes. Best of all, Crazy Lister grows with your business. As one user reported, whether you are a novice or a seasoned eBay seller, you need this tool to take your business to the next level. This is the ultimate application. Try Crazy Lister free for seven days, no credit card required, at crazylister.com. Listen while you list. 